0: Coming up, some clean sweeps around the league, and the Mets get some serious bragging rights in New York City. This is Locked On Now, MLB.
1: The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now.
0: Welcome, and you're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our hosts here from all of the Locked On MLB teams ready to recap the action for you from Wednesday. We're going to start out with New York's crosstown rivals from yesterday's biggest game. The biggest game. The Mets finished off a three-game sweep of the Subway Series with a walk-off win against the Yankees Wednesday night. Locked on Yankees and locked on Mets. Recap a thrilling finish at Citi Field.
1: This is Stacey Gautzoulis of Locked on Yankees, and the Yankees lost 3-2 to the Mets, but who cares? They got Andrew Benintendi for three pitchers. The Yankees are sending left-hander TJ Sykema, right-hander Chandler Champlain, and right-hander Beckway to the Royals for Andrew Benintendi, who says he intends to get the vaccine. I'm excited. The Yankees are making a move. This is great. Um, they need to make more, but hey, they need to shore up the outfield. And Benintendi was someone who was linked to the Yankees and people were expecting him to come to the Yankees. Now he is. As for the three guys that they sent to the Royals, Wei is a fastball artist, according to our Lindsey Crosby of Locked On MLB Prospects. He needs to work on control and command, but he seems to be the star of this package, so the Royals are getting a pretty good pitcher there. Champlain is more of a scout darling. His stats aren't that good, but he competes and he has a deep arsenal. He has a fastball slider, cutter, curveball, and then Sycama is an injured pitcher, or he's injured a lot. So he was kind of the add-on there for this package. So, hey, Yankees get Andrew Benintendi, but they lose to the Mets. What are you going to do? We'll have everything you need to know about this on the next Locked on Yankees. So please tune in.
2: The New York Mets swept the Subway Series, and they did it in walk-off fashion. This is Ryan Finkelstein, the host of Locked on Mets, And boy, was Max Scherzer dominant in this game. Through seven innings, the Mets had a 2-0 lead. Looked like they were going to cruise to the victory. Then David Peterson coming out of the bullpen might not be a good fit for him. The starting pitcher has not fared well in his first couple relief appearances. Ends up giving up a big home run that tied the game. But Seth Lugo, who maybe should have been pitching in that spot, was able to come in and shut the door and keep the Yankees off the board. And then the Mets. In that final inning, we're able to get the victory thanks to that walk-off by Marte. On the show tomorrow, we'll be talking about the Subway Series, where these two teams stand right now as some of the best in baseball, maybe gearing up for a Subway World Series. We'll talk about it on tomorrow's Locked On Mats.
0: A AAA call-up pays dividends for LA as they shut out the Royals for nothing. Locked On Angels breaks down how exactly they got it done.
2: For the second day in a row, the Angels shut out the Kansas City Royals. I can't remember the last time they've done that two days in a row, let alone win two games in a row. What's going on, everybody? It's John from Locked On Angels. The-, the Halos take this one 6 to nothing, off a pitching performance from Jansen Junk, who went a career-high five innings and got a career-high eight strikeouts. So that was great to see. He just got recalled from AAA, and he made a great spot start today for the Halos. In fact, over the last four games, Angels starting pitchers have pitched 20 innings and have only given up one earned run. And that was between the Braves and the Royals. And the same couldn't be said about the bullpen. That's why we lost uh, to the <laughs> to the Royals in the first game. But all that to say, the Halos did very, very well. Six to nothing. We saw some RBIs from Brandon Marsh and Phil Gosselin and some great defense from Magnera Sierra. And so we are just excited to head back to Anaheim and take on the Rangers this weekend with Shohei Otani on the mound. But it feels good to take this series 2-1, to especially after that first game where it just seemed like a disaster. The Halos did great on Wednesday, and Mike and I are going to break it all down for you on Locked On Angels on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts where it's your team every day.
0: Coming up, some bonus baseball in Baltimore and the Giants' struggles continue. This is Locked On Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Built Bar. They're the best tasting protein bars on the market. They are made with 100% real chocolate and they come in dozens of different flavors, including their newest one, Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. It's made with that real chocolate, but also the protein-infused marshmallow. And while it is delicious and it tastes like chocolate, it's good for you too. It's high in protein, but low in sugar, low in calories, and low in fat. Head over to Built.com. You can use our promo code LOCKED15. It gets you 15% off of your order. Just put in LOCKED15 to get you 15% off of your order at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our local experts ready to weigh in as we continue our look around the league.
1: Let's go around the league.
0: The Mariners made it look pretty easy against the Rangers as the M's complete their three-game sweep. Locked On Rangers goes over all the unique ways that Texas has found to lose games.
3: The Rangers did something different for a change. After getting worked in the first two games, very close losses, one-run losses, the Rangers buckled down in the final game of the series, and they lost by two. Not a one-run game. So I'm less mad about it for some stupid reason. This team continues to perplex and frustrate. Everything looked like it was going right until it became a one-run game when the Rangers took a two-to-one lead. John Gray was very solid, very good in this game. It was dominating, absolutely dominating, and then. Who else but Julio freaking Rodriguez comes in, hit his 18th home run of the season, a three-run shot to give the Mariners a 4-2 lead that they would not relinquish in this one. Brett Martin comes back after a rough, very rough back-to-back outings and has a perfect two-thirds of an inning, but it, it wasn't enough. The damage was already done, and the offense couldn't come back after that one. Jonathan Hand is, looks good again. Nobody had multiple hits in this one just six hits from the rangers in general only two walks the only person who reached base twice was adolis garcia of course uh charlie Culberson had an extra base hit which is noteworthy because he hasn't had a a lot of those this season ellier hernandez had his second extra base hit of his major league career jonah haim and nathaniel lowe all of whom had doubles in this one no homers by the texas rangers rangers get swept by seattle Thank God they are done with Seattle for a while. Every single game with Seattle has been incredibly frustrating. This one is absolutely no exception. One three-run bomb by one Julio Rodriguez, who is going to torment the Rangers for years to come, is what stood between this being a one-run win and a two-run loss.
0: The Giants' second-half struggles continue as they drop the series finale to the Diamondbacks and Locked On Giants goes over San Fran's Seventh straight
4: loss. The Giants are playing unacceptably poor baseball right now, and I wanted to explore who's to blame. Ben Caspic with the Lockdown on Giants podcast. So we just did a podcast where I went through all of the possible subjects of blame from ownership who possibly has been limiting spending. If we look at the fact that payroll didn't go up last year after 107 win season, it remained at about 160 million, which is closer to average than it is to anywhere near the levels of big spending teams like the Dodgers and the Mets who are closer to 300 million. But ultimately I make the case that the roster is the front office's responsibility. And they thought that this was the best roster they could put together for about $165 million. And it's just simply not been good enough. And they've been, you got teams like the Arizona Diamondbacks running circles around you with youth and athleticism and speed and the giants like have none of that and so they're responsible it's their job to fix it it's not going to be easy and the trade deadline's coming up and i think that it's probably time to do some something significant and not just kind of stand pat with what they have because what they have is not working and it's not particularly set up well for the future either so all of this on today's lockdown giants which just came out uh where it's your team every day
0: the Dodgers got back to their winning ways by jumping out early on the Nationals and never looking back. Yesterday, Locked On Dodgers has more on how L.A. avoided the sweep.
5: Well, personally, I thought that game was better. What's up, guys? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. Dodgers beat the Nationals 7-1 to salvage the last game of the series. Uh, still lousy to lose a series to a terrible team. But uh, Padres lost earlier in the game, blowing a lead to the earlier in the day a lead to the tigers and so the dodgers lead in the division is back up to 11 and a half games and you know that you can't change the past losing two games was lousy but coming out getting an angry win scoring six runs in the first inning in this getaway day game on wednesday and then that was basically the game the dodgers didn't score again until late in the game uh the, the score is one-to-one after the first inning. Luckily, the Dodgers put up that sixth spot, and honestly, I'll take it. On a getaway day, I don't need a huge 20-run outburst. Score six runs, call it a day, and then just get through the game. They got through it in about three hours, and now they can head to Colorado for four with the Rockies and four with the Giants. But, again, we'll have plenty to talk about with this game, the offense coming through after struggling with runners in scoring position the last two days. Uh, this was the Dodgers offense that we know and love. So that was good. Andrew Heaney had a good uh, return from the injured list. And as far as we know, came out of it healthy. All in all, a good team win for the Dodgers. So check out Locked on Dodgers first thing tomorrow morning. Make us your first listen.
0: The Red Sox unable to get out of their own way on Wednesday. Multiple errors coming back to bite them as the Guardians rallied late. For the win, Locked on Red Sox has more.
2: Even Bobby Dalbeck's strongest night could not
0: help the Red Sox win against the Guardians on Wednesday. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked on Red Sox. And even though Bobby Dalbeck had the game of the season, Sloppy play and bad offense just could not bring the Red Sox to a win at Fenway Park. They will not win the series against the Guardians. They can tie it with a win on Thursday, but Jake and I will recap everything that happened in Wednesday's game on our next episode of Locked on Red Sox. Cleveland capitalized with a home run in the top of the ninth to beat the struggling Red Sox and Locked on Guardians goes over things from the winning side.
6: Taking a break from my vacay to make a quick lockdown now on the Cleveland Guardians who have now taken two out of three from the Red Sox with a chance to win the series tomorrow. Josh Naylor, big home run in the ninth to win this one for Cleveland, but it wasn't all Naylor. Uh, everyone reached base in the game outside of Jose Ramirez and Austin Hedges who started. You had two hits by Straw, two hits by Fran Mill, also had the only walk, two hits, or no, three hits by Nolan Jones and two hits by Ahmed Rosario. It was a group effort to come back and get the 76 victory while Quantrell was not sharp. The bullpen was fantastic. Henches de los Santos to Clase, shut it down. The offense rallied. Nolan Jones has had a great week in Boston, a lot of fun. And this is ready brag point. If you've been listening to Lockdown Guardians for the past how many years, how often have I talked up this kid? How much did I say he is not the player to give up all last year? People were ready to give up. Is Nolan Jones making him a believer of you now? Maybe he should be.
0: A stunning comeback for the Rockies in Denver got them the win over the White Sox yesterday. Locked on White Sox and locked on Rockies have the recap from both sides.
7: If for some reason you wanted to compile a list of the most disappointing losses uh, for the Chicago White Sox this 2022 season, uh, Wednesday's 6-5 loss to the Colorado Rockies would be right there at the top of the list. Uh, Anemic offense. Uh, Sox once again could not hit a home run in Coors Field. And Kendall Graveman, uh, pitching in back-to-back games, uh, imploded in the ninth inning. Sox ended up splitting with the Rockies. They have an off day on Thursday and then head to the south side of Chicago as they welcome the Oakland A's for a three-game series starting on Friday. Rock on Rockies fans. Paul Holden here from the Locked On Rockies podcast. Well, it could have been worse. The Rockies definitely had an opportunity to lose that game, but instead, some late heroics from Elias Diaz, who continues to have a wonderful, wonderful stretch. He was a player that we said on this very podcast that needed to step up and do more. And what has he done? Even before that podcast posted, he's gone out and been a really good, solid contributor on offense for the Rockies and leading into a win for the Rockies today as they split the. Series. With the Chicago White Sox, the White Sox definitely looking for that two-game sweep. If they could have gotten it, but instead the Rockies, they could have swept this one. They got, they couldn't get out of their own way yesterday, but in today's uh, today's game, they battle back, they get themselves in a nice situation. A huge first inning helps there as well, and uh, the Rockies go on for a nice six-to-five win. What is Tony Larusa doing? Hmm, people are going to continue to ask that question, and we'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked On Rockies.
0: That's all for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.